Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another very special, very <laughs> dynamic, incredible, profound episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Yes, girl. We're so excited to be here. So excited. Okay, today's episode is going to be a good one. So I just would love to go ahead and have you prepare your heart to laugh. If you're drinking hot coffee, go and put it down. We're not trying to get you choked up. Um, we are not McDonald's. Don't sue us if your coffee spills <laughs> and it's hot on your leg. That is not on us. Um, okay, so <laughs> we were talking about how, especially in the business world, on the interwebs, um, you hear so many big, fancy business words that uh, feel like business speak. And sometimes we don't know what half the people are saying. Okay, like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I used the phrase cognitive dissonance for a hot minute without realizing that I was not actually talking about cognitive dissonance. So ha ha ha, that's me. Okay. So what we thought would be really fun just because today is kind of a big deal for our podcast. Corey will tell you about that at the end. Um, so you gotta, you gotta listen to the whole thing to get there. Um, but we decided that today would be really just a good time to have a fun episode. We spent all summer pouring in and talking about things that were really like pertinent strategies for your business. And we thought today would be fun to just be funny. So um, we're going to record this episode and hope that we're amusing some people because um, we want to have a little vocabulary quiz. Okay. Let it be known. I will tell you as we're going to start kind of going through some vocabulary that you hear in business that um, we do use these words. So um, we're poking fun at ourselves just as much as anybody else. And so, yeah, just out of the desire to sound fancy and important and like we know what we're talking about as entrepreneurs, we will use some words. Well, here's the funny thing. I was literally listening to a podcast this week uh, and they were interviewing an email marketing guru and they were talking all about creating a nurture sequence and how important it is uh, to like have it going. And so the interviewer was like, quote, so you're telling me that I need to create this whole separate 10 email series that goes out after my welcome series in addition to my weekly newsletter end quote. And the expert was like, no, girl, your weekly email newsletter is your nurture sequence. The interviewer was like, bah, mind blown. You just simplified that for me so much. And I literally died laughing because she was so right. People add in these big words or huge titles that make the things we're already doing in business sound so official. So today, uh, really, <laughs> that, is, that is like the plight of an entrepreneur. We're like, please take me serious. Please take me serious. I am the director of the head of, and it is just the CEO, founder of, but we're just like, listen, today, like Melissa said, we're just sharing some of our very favorites. We say these things from time to time. There are a few on this list that we actually Googled the meaning for because we were like, yeah, what is that exactly? <laughs> so um, we are just, listen, here's the other thing. Melissa and I are the kinds of business owners, leaders, and educators who are going to pull back the curtain and be like, okay, y'all, let's get real for a minute. Like the whole thing with that podcast I was listening to, it, it, it really is not as hard as sometimes we in our own minds make it out to be or the people we're listening to or trying to learn from are wanting us to seem wanting it to seem like it's so important and 
to official. So, all right, let's just go through a list of words together. Uh, there is going to be a quiz at the end and spelling does count per your <laughs> kindergarten teacher. I'm just saying. Um, but Melissa, you start us off with the first one. Okay. We have compiled a list of 20 words that you may know what they mean and you may not know what they mean. So <laughs> we will tell them to you. Um, okay. Please laugh with us. The first word is container. Container. Using that in a sentence. That it's Melissa's be, favorite word. It is. I love that word so much. Okay. I also, y'all know I have a list of words that I do not like. If you say the words panties or slice, I will gag. Blech. Those words, I have a whole list. I'm not telling you the rest of them because somebody inevitably will say it in front of me and watch me gag. But I also have a few words that I really love. That's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Katie, she used to gag at the word dark meat. And so I'd be like, "Uh, uh," it's just, I'll have so many words that make me grossed out. But the word container, I like that. It's a strong, sturdy word. Okay. That really, like I use that because I have a coaching container. People can opt into a coaching container. And it wasn't until our last mastermind that someone said, okay, what does that mean? And I was like, you know, contain it. Okay. No, it really, what it is, it's just everything that you offer for the price that you're selling it at. That is a container. It's super simple. So you could just say the price of my coaching for X amount of time for X amount of this is this price. You could, or you can just say my coaching container. You, you know what you pick, you pick which one you want to say. I prefer the word container. (laughs) Her favorite word. She's going to die on that hill. Okay. So the next one is nurture sequence. And basically that is how you stay in touch with your email list, whether it's a newsletter, weekly or monthly email that you consistently send. Again, just like the podcaster was like, wait a minute. I thought it was this whole separate thing. And she was like, no girl, you're already doing it. And that's the point of us sharing this list. So often we are already doing these big fancy words that we had no idea that's what it actually was. So a nurture sequence is just showing up, being a good human, um, offering value, some type of tidbit, tip, education for the people who have opted in to be a part of your community. Right. Right. I love it. Okay. Next one. Acquisition. Okay. Acquisition. I love people say, I am trying to acquisition new clients. They're trying to get them. They're trying to get a new client. <laughs> just just get. It's really the thing. I mean, you can, you can go on Google like the rest of us have, and it will talk about learning or developing a new skill or a habit or something that's an, uh, like an object that you buy or obtain, but uh, you just go get, you're going to get a new client. We're going to acquisition <laughs> for new clients. So there's that word. Check it off the list. Check it off the list. Okay. The next is ROI. Uh, I was actually in a workshop one time that somebody raised their hand. They were like, I don't understand. This is the thing that people keep talking about. I don't understand. I don't know what that What's means. A ROI? <laughs> I was like, God bless you for asking that and being vulnerable enough to say, I don't get it. So basically ROI is your return on investment. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if you're going to invest in, um, let's say, a coaching experience or an educational opportunity, or maybe you're going to buy this piece of software. You want to know, A, am I going to make my money back? That's all that means. And more. Hopefully, prayerfully, you're going to make more because that's the whole point in investing in this service or this educational opportunity is that you're going to learn something to make your money back and then beyond. So it's pushing your needle forward. Return on your investment. Right. Let this be a hot plug for just a second that you will always yield the highest return if you invest in yourself and your business. Boom. I'm moving on. That's it. Okay. Corey stuck me with the hard one that we literally still barely know what it means. But our (laughs) friend Ashley with the Cheetah Company, she is an incredible, brilliant, beautiful marketing magician. And she will come at us talking about our KPIs. And we just look at her and our heads go sideways. 
like we're cocker spaniels. I just am like, okay. So, but that's your key performance indicator. Okay. It's just a measurable, quantifiable metric that is used to track progress towards a specific goal or object. Don't ask me for examples. I cannot use it in a sentence. It is just three letters that hurt my feelings every time I have to think about them. (laughs) The reason why it makes my eye twitch is because it's always attached to a spreadsheet, which literally Mm -hmm. makes my skin crawl. I hate a spreadsheet, but that's just my creative my, my she loves art. a system, but she doesn't love a spreadsheet. Yeah, is what I'm I, lo- you. I love a system. And give me a sticky note system any day over a spreadsheet. I will call it good. But a KPI is honestly, what is, what kind of like the return on your investment, but what is the return on the performance? What, like looking at your click rates uh, in Flowdesk, looking at your insights in Instagram, looking at your trackers on your websites, where are you getting your um, inquiries from? Where are you, where are you, uh, I was going to say acquisitioning clients from (laughs) these together and make it sound really fancy, but where I can't wait to create one sentence at the, I'm doing it right now while we're, while we're talking, you do it, you do it. Okay. So the next one is ideate a girl. This is my favorite. I love ideate. Corey really loves this word. I love it. Melissa at one point did ask, okay, I need you to break ideate down for me. (laughs) So basically it's just like the, the definition is in the word. It's generating ideas for how you can do something. Uh, We talked about it in our summer series all about a whole episode was about ideating coming up with new ideas no idea is a bad idea when you are ideating you're just throwing it's like literally throwing spaghetti against the wall you're coming up generating all kinds of new ideas perfect love that okay the next one is funnel um people will talk about email funnels funnel campaigns funnel 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 if it ain't cake i don't want to know um (laughs) it's just a series of events okay it's a journey that a client walks through a sales funnel email welcome funnel an example for a marketing funnel is um to just like bring awareness interest consideration intent evaluation purchase like you're just help like think about what happens when liquid goes in a funnel it kind of spins around and then all ends up in the same place and that is what that is Yes. There's no yes. cake, no cake involved. <laughs> no cake and powder sugar. It's just, that's not it. Okay. Liability. So liabilities in your business are debts or other obligations um, in your business where you are owing money now or in the future. So a liability could be uh, like something that you buy. For instance, Melissa purchased um, a rental property. That is, that is a, a debt to that side of her business. Some kind of obligation. For me, I have I have rent. I have a liability. I have rent that I have to pay every month. So that is another obligation where I owe money every month to stay in this rental space. Right, right. Okay. Conversion rate. That one is something people talk about where it's like, what's the conversion rate on all these emails that I'm sending out in my funnel? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's how many people purchased from you because of what you sent them. So how many people opted into working with you? because you sent them all an email in a funnel or because you sent them all a message or because they, you know, saw you at an event, like how many people ended up working with you, that number compared to the people that the total number of people is your conversion rate. Perfect. Um, Strategy and business plan. Basically it is what you're going to do or make in and with this business. Like, yes. it's not that complicated. A lot of people are like, I can't start my business until I have a business plan. Melissa, raise your hand if you started with a business plan. No, I didn't, I didn't know what that is. Uh, okay, no, we didn't. Guess my what? My business plan was, 
Um, y'all, my very first day as an entrepreneur, not even kidding. I remember I shot two weddings. Yes, two. One um, in Augusta, Georgia, which was two hours from where I lived, which is where the second wedding was. One was at 8 a.m., one was at 3 p.m. And then I drove to Atlanta, which was another hour and a half. And I shot an event from like nine to midnight. And I got in my car and was like, I really, but I got in my, I was 22. Okay. That's really what it was. Maybe I was 23. I was young. I didn't know. I was spry, if you will. Um, And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I just made $900. Oh my gosh. And I was so excited. Look, your girl would take a nap for $900 right now is what I'm telling you. (laughs) It's not going to happen. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. So please know that strategy and business plan is not that complicated. It's just, what are you going to do and Mm -hmm. how are you going to get it done? Okay. Go for the next one. Next word is equity. Okay. The technical definition of that is how many of its component assets in your business are owned by the company. It's kind of like the equity in your house. It's the potential value after your debts are paid. So say you have a studio space or you've got a storefront and you make $12,000 and you have $5,000 in rent and debts and loans and then product, product, right. Inventory. And then there's $7,000 left over that $7,000 is the equity. It's not cash you've got, but it's an asset that you've got. So that it's potential like like in a house. Right. Right. Okay. Assets, things that you own in your business. Pretty, pretty simple. Um, Also, I will say, because we're going to talk about brand assets in a minute, um, but those are, those are same, but different. Uh, but assets are the things that you own in your business. All right, Melissa, next. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm, you're trying to rush me, but I am really trying to compose one giant <laughs> sentence out of all these words so that I can read it at the end. And it is going to be very funny because I will sound so sophisticated. <laughs> okay. You said assets. Okay. Profit loss statement. That's how much you made and how much you spent. That's really easy. So when people are like, we need to look at your profit loss statements, first of all, unless they're on your payroll, there's no need. Um, But second of all, that's what they are. It's just two little sheets. It's not hard to find if you use QuickBooks or any kind of um, software that's going to help you, like financial software, you can just push a little button and find it. It's not, it's not trickery. No. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have a bookkeeper. She's amazing. And she would always send me every <laughs> month my profit and loss, my P&L statement. If you hear P&L, that's what that is. And um, she, I would, I wouldn't open it and I wouldn't look at it because I was like, I don't need to, it's fine. Well, when I finally started doing it, I, I got real accountable for the money I was spending. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, look at how much money I brought in. I was like, wait a minute, look at how much money I spent. <laughs> like, mm. it was real convicting. So please look at your P&L statement that profit and loss will really, really, really keep you accountable for how much money you're spending in your business and also encourage you maybe to go out there and make some more. That's right. Because let's just be really honest. More is better when it comes to money you're making in your business. Okay. Um, we're talking income statement. That's just how much you paid yourself. How much income did you make? Yep. The end. That's it. Next one is brand visuals. This is my favorite. How did I end up with that one? That's so funny. We planned it. We planned it. <laughs> we really did not. Okay. So we acquisitioned you too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so your uh, imagery that you use in your marketing and advertising to represent your brand and to tell the story of the problems you solve, who you are for, and what it is that you do, what it looks like to work with you. I th- This is the hill I will down. Brand visuals are so impactful. It's what stops the scroll 
it's just images though that showcase you and your offers and are really great for marketing and advertising your offers. Right. Okay. And that is not the same as your brand assets, which is basically your marketing materials, your curriculum, your guides, your downloadables, your lead magnets, things that you're giving people um, and things that you're showing people, actually not things you're giving them. That's next, but things that you're showing people to solicit to acquisition them as clients. Right. And that's the next thing with tangibles. Those are all the deliverable things, either by paper or the interwebs uh, that you send someone to be able to use alongside your sale. So it could be calendars, spreadsheets, welcome guides, all those types of things. Those are the tangibles, the things Melissa and I in our mastermind every month, there is a PDF. So there's a guide for each month that we walk through whatever we are teaching about and learning about and working through that month. They get a tangible that that goes with um, that concept. Right, right. Okay. Last word. And I, you know, look, I argue. Oh, no, it's not the last girl. One. We got more. No, we got more. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, you're right. You're right. We got a few more. Okay. This one, this is a good one. Um, the customer journey. People will talk about, you know, elongating your customer journey. And we actually use this a lot because we really do believe that it is a journey. But this is just the ways in which your customers get to work with you from one offer to the next and so on. Again, like um, I've mentioned in other episodes, as a wedding photographer for years, I was not in the business of trying to work with people more than one time for their wedding. But I'm um, not saying it didn't happen, but I'm saying it wasn't <laughs> the goal. But, um, but, the the journey, if I did not offer something else outside of just weddings, was going to stop right there. And so, it, you know, an elongated client journey is just really how many times are they going to get to work with you? Right. Absolutely. Uh, the next one is core oh, competency this is good. This is good. slash wheelhouse. We hear that a lot. Core competency sounds really, really official and important. That's not in my wheelhouse. Well, and it's very important that you know what is your core competency? What are the things you're good at? What is your wheelhouse? What is not in your wheelhouse? We tell clients that all the time that we're coaching with. If it's not in your wheelhouse, outsource it. Let it go. Basically, that just means what are you good at? What do you do best? It's that simple. Right. That's easy. Okay. And this is the last one. Okay. This and is also- the last one. I have decided I am not going to create one sentence. I'm not going to do it. I'm just making an executive decision right now. I'm being bold and I'm declaring this truth to you right now on air um, because I want them to do it. <gasps> yes. Oh. Okay. And Corey That's will tell you why. This is a special episode and you have been listening to us for almost a whole year. And so I would love if you take these words, okay, you can write them down as you're listening and create a sentence for us that will be very funny. We will read it. And you know what? If you tag us on Instagram, we will send you I am ranch pins because everybody needs one of those. Okay. Last word. And, wait. And our favorite yeah. sentence, we are literally making this up on the fly. I want you to know this. We are. We're doing it. We, it's our favorite sentence. There will be a prize mailed to you. Yes. Uh, we will be, you know what, Corey, I think it's time to give away a Stanley cup. Yes. Okay. I was hoping That's you would agree okay. to that. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. Good. Let's go. Okay. So our favorite sentence gets a Stanley cup because we love them. We are basic. We love them. But I, everybody I, gets an I am ranch pen. I am ranch pen. Okay. A sentence. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the last word is revenue. Okay. Y'all, we know what revenue is, but let's just break it down. Gross revenue versus your net revenue. Okay. And Corey, I always mix these up. So I'm banking on you having verified this information on the internet, but I'm going to say it. Gross revenue is pre-tax and what you spend to run your business. Net revenue is what you get to take home, like what's left over after you've spent money. 
right? Like after all of the the expenses. Net is what you bring in. That's how I always, somebody gave me that descriptor because, you know, I'm a very visual person is gross is like what you brought in all time. Net is think about a net. It's what you actually get to put in the net and take home with you. Gross is how you feel after the government takes all your money. (laughs) (laughs) That is also it. That is, that is also it. But also uh, like the whole net and gross situation. Let me just go ahead and throw this little bitty in at the very end. Um, This is why when people are like, you know, we're seven figures, we're eight figures. How much is the net? I, I, I really, I'm just going to say it. It's controversial. I don't care about the gross revenue. I want to know how much you're actually bringing home. That's. Just a little caveat there. So, okay, great. Tell them why today is important. Well, okay. So today is important because y'all, this is our 50th episode. Can you believe it? We have some very big things planned for this podcast this fall and winter. We have awesome guests already lined up and fun topics that we're going to be sharing. But here's the thing. We also want to hear from you. What would you love to learn about or who would you love for us to have the guest on the podcast? So we would love for you to DM us or email us and let's get this thing rolling for our quarter three and quarter four and into the year 2024. We are super, super yes. excited. So yes. we are rounding the top. So then one more thing to add is make sure that if you're going to submit this question or this sentence using all of our big <laughs> fancy words that you send it to our email um, at businessreboot at gmail.com. Yes. And you can, you can access it too on our website at thebusinessreboot.com. Absolutely. So we hope this episode was super helpful. We hope that we were able to make some of these big words that you hear in the business and entrepreneurial space um, a little more user-friendly. They are all very important words. We're not trying to say that they're not. We're not trying to say that you know, we don't use these words. We absolutely do. It's just sometimes in business. If somebody came to me and said, hey, girl, give me your money. I'm going to do something. I would be like, no, that's not very professional. Not so professional. you need these words. It's fine. You do need these words. But sometimes I think a lot of times people will say or they'll sit back and not use the words or um, be intimidated by other people using the words because they're like, I just don't get it. And I am too embarrassed to ask. And to be like, I don't know, but y'all, there's always Google. There's always Corey and Melissa, you know, hit us up on a DM and ask us, what does this mean? And we'll be glad to help you. Um, But we hope that this was just a fun learning opportunity for this podcast episode. Um, And we hope that we made the hard stuff so much easier and simpler. And we want this to be a good reminder to you all that it doesn't have to be as hard or overcomplicated as we sometimes unfortunately make it. So thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We will be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. 